It's Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? It's called a fraqueza. Ever heard of it? We definitely have. <laughs> we also made it up. <laughs> but we'll tell you about it in our culture segment today. <laughs> about the fraqueza that we feel. That we suffer if we don't eat. But we'll get into it. <laughs> we will. But first we're going to do... Uh, it's not quite our social media roundup. It's more of like we both traveled a little bit over the 4th of July holiday. And we're just going to kind of give you some tidbits from that. And you actually traveled further than I did. I was just local New England vibes. And you went to Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> we had just recorded a podcast together like... <laughs> 24 hours before you boarded that plane and I didn't know you were going to Savannah I didn't know I was either <laughs> it was super last minute paid way too much money for a ticket <laughs> for Savannah um but it was fun but the traveling part was not fun I got stuck in DC stayed in DC for the night and I think that's when you is that when you messaged me? I think I was all over that place, all over the place when I was traveling that day. Um, well, I started real- to message you when I we share locations with each other, yes. guys, in case we get abducted. <laughs> We're on the case. We will report it to the police. And occasionally I just like to check if Kelly got home from work safely after, <laughs> after the work day. And so I went to check. It was more so because I was going to be local in the area and I was like, oh, is she home? Because sometimes I'll just like stop by after I check your location. (laughs) So I did that and she was her little dot pinged at the airport. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Is she being human trafficked? (laughs) (laughs) And I started messaging you and you didn't reply for a while. And I was like. Mm, I don't know. What's the delay before I take this to the police? <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate. I appreciate that. I have friends that are like right there. <laughs> Always check in. <laughs> we're on it. So I was like, <laughs> I saw you were at the airport and I'm like, well, she can't be flying anywhere because like I just talked to her. And right. Like, she, she didn't mention a trip. <laughs> like we were maybe going to see each other over the 4th of July holiday. And then she finally was like, I think you waited until you landed in Washington, D.C. Yeah. For like, oh, by the way, <laughs> going on a trip this weekend. It was super last minute. I've never done a trip last minute like that. And I felt like everything was smooth up until... It was time for me to board (laughs) and they delayed it like three times. And then we were on the board. We were on the plane. They made us get off the plane and then they didn't have another plane for us. And luckily there was like a plane ahead into D.C. that I could catch, but then fly to Savannah early Saturday morning. So I took that, uh, which I was lucky. I was lucky with that. uh, With that whole situation, I was able to board quickly to the D.C. flight. But. I've never booked a flight like the day before. <laughs> and never again, probably. Right? I don't think so. <laughs> never again. 
So you weren't planning to have an overnight in D.C. So you had to just no. like pay for that hotel or did the airline pay for that? The airline paid for it. The oh. airline paid for it. and They gave me like a $12 voucher for food. I was $12. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell is this? So this event, like, so with our mutual mutual friend, it was her birthday. So she had already planned this back in March, right? And I was always going to go. But then my dog died. So I was like, I'm not going. I, I was just like, I'm, just, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. But then, like, I don't know. When my, it was literally when my boss was like, oh, you guys, we're going to take the Monday. So 4th of July landed on a Tuesday this year. So when he mentioned, my boss mentioned that we were having that Monday off, I was like, oh, I could quickly go to Savannah then, maybe. <laughs> and that's when it just, <laughs> And of course, he doesn't ever tell us like early enough. He, he told us like on that Thursday. Mm. So it was just like the wheels were like turning. And I was like, I could possibly make it to Savannah. Oh, my God. What a nightmare, though. It's always um, tough because this this friend that that you traveled to meet, they don't they live in California. They don't live around here. So anytime yeah. you go on a trip with her, you always have to travel solo to get there and meet up meet, at the location. Yeah. So that's always, always. difficult. Because at least, like, it's always easier when you're traveling with someone else, especially with all these airline issues. So it's kind of like, at least if I was stuck with someone else in D.C., I would have felt, like, a little bit better. <laughs> well, at least you know that you had me just, like, hawking your location. <laughs> I appreciate it. But, yeah, I would have uh, been shitting my pants of, like, where do I go? What do I do? Oh, yeah. And then you're waiting at the airport. And I'm like, is this shuttle really coming? It's a like, call this number for the shuttle. So I'm like, okay. And they're like, yep, the shuttle runs every like half hour. So I'm at the airport just waiting. And I'm like, is the shuttle really coming? Like, is this really a thing? <laughs> Should I get an Uber? Like, you know, it's always that. Right. Oh, there's always a little bit of anxiety when you travel by yourself. Right. Right. As a woman alone. Yeah. <laughs> And with such a recognizable face from the podcast, it's, like it's, <laughs> it's a wonder that people weren't just stopping you on the streets. Imagine someone in DC stops me, I would have died. You did kind of, this wasn't the same because he was not a podcast listener, but no, did get sort of questioned about your Portuguese heritage. Right. So when I was checking into the DC, uh, to the Hyatt at the D- in DC, um, he was checking me in and he was like looking at my license and he's trying to like say my last name. He was like kind of like saying Ferrari for, for like he wasn't saying it right. And I was like, oh, it's Ferrara. And he was like, oh, what is it? Like, what is that? And I was like, oh, it's Portuguese. And then he kind of just like looked at me and he was like, my grandfather's Portuguese. <laughs> like it was like a shocker for him to meet another Portuguese person. And I was like, oh, awesome. And he's like, oh, I've never been to Portugal. Have you? And then I kind of gave him the spiel about the the Azores of the island. And I was telling him how he should go. But I told him, I warned him not to go right now because it's too grand to go to the Azores. (laughs) And he said it was because of how Instagram is making it so popular. But yeah, you forgot to mention that you had a whole podcast about it. I did. I did. It was like 10. I like checked in at like 10 at night, had a chicken sandwich at 1030. Was it under $12? No, <laughs> that one was not. And my $12 voucher was used at Starbucks the next day. You get one coffee. <laughs> Seriously. It's oh, my insane. gosh. 
So you should have really like made his head spin and been, when he asked you for your last name as Ferrara, you should have just been like, it's it's pronounced Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the English version is Smith. And he would have been like, how? What? Yeah. What, do you, what do you mean? He would have been so confused. I was kind of hoping I would have landed in DC a little bit earlier because then I would have um I would have like definitely maybe Uber down to the White House or something. I don't know if I would do it by myself, but Mm-hmm. If, it was, <laughs> if, it was, if it was daylight at least i would have right yeah yeah that would have been like, cool yeah i was like oh kind of like wish i got here earlier but no he was like he was super nice he was like he seemed like he was very interested in the whole azores island thing and i was like oh awesome so remind me again who was this this person was like checking you in what checking were they doing me in at the hotel he was like oh, oh, checking at the hotel, checking I, counter at the hotel. In my brain, when you first told me this, I was thinking it was a TSA agent, and I was yeah. like, "Why? <laughs> what? Why is she having a full conversation? Like, who's waiting in line <laughs> behind you while you're explaining the Azores to the TSA agent?" No, there's no time for that with those people. <laughs> no, they're just usually go. yelling. Move it up, move it up. <laughs> Scan your barcode and let's go. That's wonderful that you at least had a good trip. I heard it was very hot. Extremely hot. <laughs> Savannah was nice, but I think you you kind of gave me like the one sentence version and was like, very cute, nice trees, but like still a city. Yeah, <laughs> definitely still a city. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> still a city. Like, yep. you, like, I know you said you were looking into Galway, so you kind of knew some of the places like some of the like the you mentioned the bed and breakfasts like there's a lot of cute buildings and cute little houses it's, it's very very cute and quaint little city but it's, it's still a city so it's graffiti <laughs> a lot of homeless people which that like obviously made me sad because where i live i do see that too but and they're very they're more out in the open in savannah and they're just like trying to get some shade so they're sleeping underneath like buildings and so we get chased so it's just it's sad it's so it was just sad i was like and then i saw one with a dog so that broke my heart i was like oh what the hell you know what i mean and the dog look, looks like it, the dog's panting laying down and i was like oh <laughs> like can i take you home so yeah at the end of the day it's still a city but if you ever have a chance to go i would definitely check it out i liked all the spooky stuff i would maybe go again when it wasn't as hot so i just stayed local i went to the Cape for 4th of July, which is like... Oh, I bet that was packed. What was I thinking? Yeah, I was just going to (laughs) say. But I booked it like not that long ago. Like we waited till like the last minute, not last minute. It was like several weeks ago, maybe a month ago, but it was kind of like all the good places were already taken. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then like the like shitty places that normally would be like, 39.99 39.99 a night like those places were like 500 bucks a night and you were oh, like damn. something's not right with the pricing for the 4th of July on the Cape so it was just it, you pay too sh- much too <laughs> yeah so we struggled to find a place to go that mm-hmm. wasn't either like $2,000 a night or just super shitty and we found a place that seems decent it was not we, we just did not enjoy it but when i checked in so we paid too much for it but i checked in and the woman at the checkout desk janet bless her little heart she's checking me in and she's like 
oh, something's not right. And I'm like, what do you mean something's not right? She's like, you paid too much. And I'm like, what do you mean I paid too much? Like, it was whatever I agreed to pay, like when I booked it online. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to charge you that. She's like, let me just put an adjustment. She just made up a room rate right there on the spot and saved me $500. Oh, damn. Damn, Janet. Damn, Janet. Janet's like the anti-Karen. I was like, she hooked me up. That's awesome. I mean, I later found out, like, once I spent three nights there, that, like, (laughs) she could have gone even lower. (laughs) (laughs) She could have gone even lower. But, you know, she didn't have to do that. No, not at all. That's awesome, though. I was, like, shocked. Like, $500. We're not talking, like, oh, she saved me, like, 25 bucks. Like, It's like she even knew, though, that this place wasn't worth yeah, money you paid. Yes, exactly. And for three, it was only three nights. So like that's that's a big difference in a oh night, yeah nightly rate to save five hundred bucks. Like <laughs> I was like, all right, oh that's awesome. She hooked you up. She did hook me up. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Janet. We need more Janets in this world. We totally do. She was just like, f capitalism. <laughs> I'm giving you whatever rate I want to come up with in my little brain. And she just (laughs) typed it into the computer and that's what I got. And I was like, yeah, I was like, that other rate seemed really high. (laughs) Was the place like rough looking? Was it like still a city? (laughs) Um, I brought a cockroach home with me in my luggage. (laughs) (laughs) It was not not good. Oh, I can't imagine. But at least you're... You only use it to sleep. You were like probably gone most of the day. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe it was raining. Know. It was oh, raining yeah. a lot, and then like so, my daughter enjoyed the heck out of it. It had like a water park, so in her eyes, it was like perfect, the best thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Aww, it's all right. You bring a cockroach home with you. Yeah, yeah, th- was... that's very um, cockroaches in Savannah are very a thing. Mm. <laughs> I had a dead one in my room in my Airbnb, and then and it was a very nice Airbnb. And then we did the spooky, um, spooky tour that was inside of a brew, like an old brewery. Well, still a brewery today, but it's like inside of an old building. There was just like cockroaches walking around, and it's just. It's so common for them. They don't even like flinch at it. <laughs> um, like that in the Azores too. Right. Yeah. yeah just like, that, that humid, like hot tropical environment, you know? Yeah. But, but this, like, p- this particular location was only hot and humid because it was like attached to a water park. And like, it was just, <laughs> oh, it was just <laughs> yeah, it was a vibe. But anyways, the other thing that I encountered while I was there was the housekeeping staff and they were very nice it was plenty of them like they they were they were cleaning the place it wasn't like it was unclean but yeah so this woman had come out of my room she must have just finished cleaning it and we were like arriving back at the room so she was like right there in the hallway and she noticed that my daughter had brought this little like baby doll and she had it in like a little car seat carrier and she had blankets and all this stuff for this doll Mm -hmm. and this woman starts she's like down the hall like i can't see her name tag i can't even see her up close really but she's like kind of speaking to us from down the hall she's like oh i saw your baby 
to my daughter, like, oh, I saw your baby. So cute. I put a little blanket on her. And like, she's telling me how she like fixed up the baby in there Aww. with the blanket and everything. And she's doing it with an accent. And I was like, 100%, this woman is Portuguese. Like, I just knew it in my bones. And I asked her. So from down the hall, I was like, do you speak Portuguese? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> of course you do. I could just tell just like it was the accent, but also like what she had done, like the fact that she had tucked in the baby and like set the right. baby up. And she's telling my daughter, oh, your baby's so cute. And like all this <laughs> stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I knew it. So then we ended up in like a 20 minute conversation in Portuguese about the Azores. <laughs> oh, I love that. It was so cute. She told me everything about her life, where she lived, where her, how old her daughters were, where her daughters worked. They were nurses at the hospital in New Bedford. <laughs> like, oh, oh, wow. So, Does she live in the cave? No, she lives in New Bedford. Oh. And it was just like... Why did I ask that? I should have known. It was the cutest thing. I was asking her... So I told her that I was Portuguese. And when I started talking to her in Portuguese, she asked me where my family was from. And I told her San Miguel. And of course, like her eyes lit up. She's like, where in San Miguel? And I told her and, and I was like, where how about you? And she was from Ribeira Grande or the oh, okay. Ribeira Grande area, which she's probably she probably knows your dad because yeah, your yeah, dad yeah. was from that area, too. Right. Yeah. I was asking her live. Like, did she ever go back and visit? She's like, oh, no, never. Like, I would never go back. Like, I would maybe go and like maybe one or two days I would spend and then I would come right back home like America uh, and like <laughs> she was not interested in even vacationing there like she's like wow. maybe I'd, I'd go for like two days and I'd have to come right back home and I'm like I was shocked by that yeah wow I wonder if her experience just wasn't great or like growing up you know what I mean like maybe she just didn't have a good experience living out there Maybe she was from Hrabt Pesh. And <laughs> that's kind of, isn't that in the Ribera Grande area? I think, sort of, on the coast. I feel like there. you know more of the map, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's it's kind of same area. And, and she had mentioned specifically that she said Ribera Grande, probably because that was more recognizable. That was like the bigger city or whatever. Yeah. That was located there, but she said, Oh, like it takes me about 20 minutes or something to get to Ribera Grande from wherever she was. So I'm like, Sounds like robbed Pish. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why she was not so excited to go back. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> She's probably like, Have you seen have you seen the new movie? Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I just thought it was super cute and she was so sweet. And her name, her, once we got closer when we were talking in Portuguese, her name tag said Maria. And I was like, of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. Oh, God bless Maria and Janet. Maybe it's one of our listeners. Moms. <laughs> her daughters were, I think, like 26 and 32, she said. Okay. Something like that. So like nurses. Of, yep. In New Bedford. So <laughs> it could be one of you. <laughs> just. I spoke to your mom. She was very nice. <laughs> so New Bedford is St. Luke's, I believe. <laughs> yeah, she said the hospital. <laughs> yeah. I think it's only St. Luke's in New Bedford. <laughs> so if anybody knows who that was, they're going to know because they're going to be like, 
Right. Oh. Like, yeah, it's my mom like, yeah. that cleans hotels. <laughs> I should go to like drop some cards off at St. Luke's. <laughs> I know. I should have been like, have your daughter check out the podcast. <laughs> Okay, so culture topic. We probably won't sit on this for too long, but we just need to mention it. And we can't believe that we haven't talked about this yet on the podcast. Maybe we have. I don't know. But I don't remember. The feeling of a fraqueza. <laughs> Which I guess fraqueza just means weakness. <laughs> and I would never necessarily use that word to describe this in English. But in Portuguese, it just seems like the right word. <laughs> I just laugh because it's like I use this word all the time. (laughs) (laughs) This may just be a me and you thing. So we discovered this last summer. Didn't we not when we went on like a girls weekend trip? Yeah. And it's got what we were talking about. I think I might have mentioned that I, I always like pack some snacks when I go on a trip, regardless, whatever I go, I always have to pack some snacks. Because when I wake up, I have to eat, like, right away. When I travel, my worry is, okay, if everyone's still sleeping and it's 10 at night, it's 10 in the morning, everyone's still sleeping, and I'm starving, I might get a (laughs) fricasa. And if, like, say, if there's not a local place to get breakfast, at least I can eat, like, a granola bar or something while I wait for everyone to wake up. That's always, like, my thing, because I know I suffer from a (laughs) fricasa. Yes, and that was the first time that we had really communicated Talked it to each other it. in that way. But like, I think you were the one who brought up the fraqueza word, and I was like, "Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's a fraqueza." I was like, like, "I feel like my grandmother would use that word." Yes, my dad gets a fraqueza. He has like a lunchtime fraqueza. Like, if he yeah. does not eat by twelve o'clock on the dot, he's all sorts of angry. You get like shaky or like you get like a feeling inside. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of like it's like a touch of the day a bitch. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like it's not everyone suffers this. Remember, we asked we asked our friend and she says she doesn't get like that. She says she can go all day not eating. She can like just drink coffee. Right. And and my husband doesn't. You said your husband doesn't. And I want to say my brother. I think I asked my brother. And I don't think it happens with my brother. You know, no, like, it does happen with my brother. I'm sorry. It does. And I he always jokes around that his diabetes is low. <laughs> <laughs> but diabetes isn't something to joke about. But it's just we don't know. We think it's like diabetes related. I Yeah, I don't understand how people don't get like that because I'm like, it happens to me all the time. Like, And it comes on quick. Like, I will yeah. be perfectly fine. And then all of a sudden, the fraqueza will strike. <laughs> and I am a different person. Like, dro- drop of a hat, I am a different person. Like, my husband and I will be, like, driving. Like, we'll be in the car for a couple hours or whatever. And I'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, you have to stop right now. We need to get food right now. I'm going to throw up. And I'm like... And he's yeah. like, where, where did this come from? And he just like, he's like, you, you get crazy. And I'm like, I just, I need food or I'm going to pass out. And it happens so suddenly. Same, same. You just all, you get this overwhelmed feeling of being sick all of a sudden. Yes. Like you're nauseous. Yeah. Yes. Like it, I feel nauseous, like nauseous. I'm going to throw up. Yep. Pass out. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
and it and what it's very sudden. Mean? It's low blood glucose. I don't know. I I don't know. It's I should not, probably get it checked the, out. That's the thing. Not everyone suffers from it. My dad says at work that everybody knows when twelve o'clock comes, he's got to eat. Like he <laughs> he will stop whatever he's doing. I don't care if there's a customer in the shop. Like he's he's going in the back and he's getting his sandwicha. <laughs> Good for him. I love that. Good for him. He knows. They all know. <laughs> that- like, they don't mess with him at 12 o'clock lunchtime. And even he like he, he comes to my house and we're here. We're doing a thing. Sometimes he comes and helps me. So he does work on the house, whatever it is. But like, I know that like I start at like 11 o'clock. I start getting the orders in for the sandwiches and I go and like I make sure that the sandwiches arrive for 12 o'clock because he, he will not continue on. <laughs> that he's like you know how i get you know how i get i'm like yeah, fracas. <laughs> it really is like that snickers bar commercial you're a whole other person like so that's the thing is i looked up hangry because i was like yeah. okay so this fracasa is like hangry kind of vibes and is hangry like a real thing and like there's all these articles that like hanger is real it's a real condition but like yeah what is it really? Is it really just, is it a touch of the pre-diabetes or is it <laughs> something else unrelated? You know what I mean? I think when I, I think last year when we talked about this, I might've Googled it and I want to say, I thought I read something about low glycemic something. I don't know. We're not too so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's all the same. So like the yeah. glycemic index is a rating system for foods containing carbs it shows how quickly each food affects your blood sugar, your glucose level when food is eaten on its own. So yeah, so does that is this a pre warning of what our future lies ahead? <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. No, but honestly, like it's a condition. Like we we treat it in my household as a condition now. Like <laughs> Melissa gets weird if she doesn't eat. Like she mm-hmm. needs. She needs food stat. So it's funny because I've when I've gone like say Christmas shopping with my brother, uh, like in obviously in the past, and I just remember him being, and I like just didn't think it two and two because I'm like, wow, I get the same way, and that's how I realized me and him are the same. Is we went Christmas shopping one time, and he's like, I need to get a pretzel, and he was just like bugging out, like he's like, I gotta get a pretzel, I gotta like or like a lemonade or something. He's like, I need something, and I'm like, what's wrong? (laughs) And it was like in the afternoon, you know what I mean. And I'm like, what's wrong? Like, you're right. He's like, oh, I'm gonna pass out. Blah, blah blah blah. Right? He's like, I just I feel so sick. So he gets like his pretzel, and he was like, my blood sugar was so low. <laughs> I was like, did you have a free kiss? And I was like, shit. Like, you get the same thing that I do. It, that's exactly how it feels. That's how it comes on. That's how it presents itself. So I'm like, I don't know, man. But we're just out here raw dogging diabetes, <laughs> like with no with no medical intervention. I want our listeners to let us know if any of them suffer the same or if they've heard of Frikiza <laughs> or is it just us? It can't be just us. No. Is is this like in our genes more right. importantly? Mm-hmm. Is it because we ate too many malasadas? Is it because <laughs> I ate? Dude, is it because I ate sugar sandwiches as a kid? I was just thinking that. Did you give yourself <laughs> diabetes? 
again. My Vavo, Vavo would serve me as many sugar sandwiches as I could eat when I was a kid, like after school, after school sugar sandwiches. And she I told just... you my parents ate that when they grew up. Growing up, they ate that too. And yeah. I ended up telling you, okay, yeah, I didn't. They knew, any. They knew enough not to pass it down to you. <laughs> my vavo was like, "Come, Kreza, come, Kreza." She would just spoon that sugar right into the bread until it was falling out the sides, and I would just inhale those. Of course, it was like crack, and I would just I'd, another one, vavo, majima, majima. She she'd give me five of those after school snacks. Oh like, my god. Well, at the time, too, we didn't think, like, sugar, like, they didn't know, like, sugar is, quote, unquote, bad for you. I, it's, I mean, the the long-term effects of that are still being seen <laughs> in my fracasa every day. Is this your dad's mom, too? Yes. So, <laughs> the apple, the tree, you know, you know how it goes. <laughs> We should probably get some medical attention on this <laughs> next time we go to the doctors. I know, but uh, I don't have a Portuguese doctor. I can't just go in there and be like, I'm feeling a fracasa. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm feeling a weakness. They'll be like, what are you talking about? Mine's actually retiring, so I guess I don't know what I'm getting now. My Portuguese doctor. They tested me when I was pregnant. They tested me for gestational diabetes, which is like, I don't know pregnancy diabetes and i passed that test but i was almost passing out in the waiting room because you had to like fast oh my god before you went in there like it was an first thing in the morning appointment but like you couldn't eat for like two hours or something and i was in the waiting room and i was like a rabid animal in there and i was like oh my god i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it but somehow i passed the test i can't do that fast and stuff either like if i have to do any blood work i have to do it first thing in the morning yeah if i have to fast so, listeners, let us know how you deal with your fracasa. Or maybe, like, all listeners will realize that this is a thing. Maybe they didn't know what it was called. Maybe, maybe just like, oh, this happens to us, and I had no idea it happens to other people. Maybe the light bulb is going off. <laughs> you do learn things here in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to teach you something <laughs> next in our nostalgia section, because... We stumbled upon this. I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know what depths of the internet I went to to get this piece of information. I don't know where this came from, but it was so funny and we had to share. (laughs) Somehow we stumbled into this device that was created by a Japanese toy company. Mm hmm. And it was first sold in 2002. And I think we kind of stumbled into it as like, it was like Time Magazine. Maybe it does a piece every year on like best inventions of the year. And this was like the 2002 best inventions list. (laughs) This particular device made the list. And it wasn't just like a prototype because some of them on the list are like prototypes for things that maybe never happened. But this one happened. (laughs) It happened. It sold. There are some reviews on it. <laughs> it was used as a world peace offering to Russia. I mean, there's some stuff here. It's called Bowlingual. And it's a computer-based dog language to human translation device. It looks like a tam- Tamagotchi, <laughs> if you guys remember. The dogs wear like a collar around their neck. 
and then you play with the little Tamagotchi. <laughs> and it's supposed to be a translator. So if your dog barks, the little device Tamagotchi <laughs> thing that you're holding is going to tell you what they're saying. Right. Or what their so- emotions are based on their bark type. <laughs> So it categorizes the dog's barks into six emotions. I guess happy, sad, frustrated, on on guard, which I don't know what that would look like, assertive, and needy. And I guess it gives a phrase that represents that emotion. So all on your little Tamagotchi, which I would probably buy one of these if these were still on sale. (laughs) If I if I knew about this, I probably would have bought one. <laughs> you most certainly would have had one of these. Yeah, absolutely. So the the product instructions technically, I guess, say the phrases are for entertainment purposes only and are not right. meant to be accurate translations of each bark because they're taking like an emotional categorization and they're just like assigning a phrase to it like right i love you or something like that you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when the dog barks i guess the microphone records and translates the sound to the handheld unit which the computer i guess it analyzes it in the database with thousands of dogs barks pre-recorded onto it so it's like comparing it to like other, other dog dogs. barks but like <laughs> who told you what those other dog barks meant to be able right. to like categorize this is just so funny. I would have bought one of these. <laughs> Does it say how much it was? Ooh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the price point was. So it was sold on Amazon, guys, but now it says it's currently unavailable. We're going to get into the Amazon reviews for this because they're really hysterical when we stumbled upon those. But first, you need to know that Japan apparently, or Prime Minister of Japan, I should say, presented these bilingual units to Vladimir Putin (laughs) for each of his dogs as some kind of like peace offering. I don't know. Like (laughs) I I don't know. Kind of like Robert Kraft when you like accidentally gave him the Super Bowl ring. I don't know. It's one of those situations. But there's like an official document that says that he was gifted that these bilingual units as like it was almost like this is like the state of Japanese inventions and science and technology. And this is what we can offer to the world. And yeah. we're, we're business partners with you. And like, it's hysterical. I think it's so funny. I would have loved it, though. I would have loved it. Where is the press conference photo from that? that event like the Japanese prime minister shaking hands with Putin (laughs) and having these two little dogs like his his little standard poodle and his (laughs) Labrador retriever oh man oh man I would love to see that photo they just like handed it to them (laughs) see them putting the collar on them and he's he's got a little Tamagotchi in his hand device and he's like I love you (laughs) it looks like a Tamagotchi (laughs) Were Tamagotchis made in Japan? Tamagotchi was in Japan. So they just... Boom. (laughs) They just took the design. Yes. That's awesome. 
what phrases do you think Putin's dogs were saying to him? Because I, I don't think it was, I love you. I don't think that's <laughs> what it was. Um, stop the war. <laughs> so that's, that's a real thing. This is a real thing that happened. And then Kelly decided she was going to pull up the Amazon reviews. And we'll, we'll say it was for research purposes for the podcast but really she just wanted to see if they were still available so she could buy one <laughs> some of them, so we got a 2.7 out of five one person wrote what a scam this is truly a piece of crap it just made up things the dog was saying nothing like described <laughs> and like what year is this review posted in that one was 2014 like that's like too late to be buying that device and thinking it's real <laughs> right <laughs> someone said in 2008 a amazing device is well worth every penny so 2013 i'm not sure about the dog version but i used the cat version and i had some dinner guests over and my siamese told me explicitly that my friends were all in my power now and that i could and should murder them needless to say I locked her in the laundry room for the rest of the dinner party and threw away the product. I have no idea what terrible personality the dog version would uncover in my walkie, but I have no intention to find it out. <laughs> Stop. That's a one star. Oh my gosh. I learned my dog cusses like a sailor, 2012. I recently purchased the bilingual translator, and I must say, I was shocked and saddened to learn just how much my dog hates me. Every time he barks, he is saying something that mocks me. He makes fun of my weight, the way I dress, even the way I cook. He has such foul language, too. I did not know a dog could cuss like that. Even the bullies that taunted me on the playground at school and now the ones that taunt me by the water cooler in the office are not as cruel as inhumane as my dog. This product makes me sad, and I discovered things about my dog and his feelings for me that I would rather not have known. It ruined my life. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, I can't tell if this is satire <laughs> or if this is real. I know. So, yeah, that was some of the reviews. <laughs> Oh, they're so good. I can't. Yeah. Reviews are funny to read, man. I Yeah. Some people really, they put their heart and soul into those Amazon reviews. <laughs> and we thank them for their service. <laughs> so the last thing on this before we move into like a quick mental health segment is going to be, of course, we had to click on the complete list of 2002 inventions from Time Magazine. And I think thanks to our internet archive or the Wayback Machine or whatever it is, we're able to pull up that web page mm -hmm. from that article from 2002, Time Magazine. And there's a complete list of inventions, some of which are common household things now, which is interesting that like they were on the hot and new list for 2002 and we still use them every day, or maybe we don't, but we did at one point. Other things never made it out of prototype world because they were really wacky yeah. <laughs> and then others maybe they were made but kind of flopped like this bilingual situation right and i'm going to just name a few of my favorites because kelly and i spent 
We spent a, a long time one night going through this list and every invention on it and looking at them all. And I'm trying to think of which ones are the best here. Oh, oh, phone tooth. Mm. Phone tooth really caught yeah. my attention. It says, tired of having to wear a cell phone on your belt wherever you go? In the future, you may not have to. Two British researchers have developed a prototype, quote, phone tooth that can be embedded in a molar and receive cell phone calls. The signals are translated into vibrations that travel from the tooth to your skull to your inner ear where only you can hear them. Great for giving instructions to spies and NFL quarterbacks. Not so great for the rest of us because while our teeth may talk to us, we can't talk back to them. And then there's a picture. <laughs> there's a picture. It's accompanied by a picture of a molar. It's like, it looks like an x-ray of a molar, just a single standalone molar, not in a mouth. And it has like a little microchip in it. <laughs> yeah, it's so creepy. This is where... The world thought we were headed in 2002. Phone tooth. That one was a funny one. We, we got a kick out of that one. So the other one that we were looking at is a safety shoe, which I don't know if this is a thing. There's a price on it, 20000 <laughs> It kind of reminds me of the plane, like when you have to like an emergency, whatever, on the plane and the... Like a two, like a shoe comes out on the well. It's a slide for a plane, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of reminds me of that. So it was after the World Trade Centers got attacked. There was a lot of interest in in ways to try to get people out of sky skyscrapers really fast. So they came up with this evacuation system that looks like an amusement park water slide, and it's a Kevlar rescue shoe. It's installed in the outer wall of a building. In an emergency, in an emergency, the unit springs open and the shoe uncoils to the ground, and it takes about 19 seconds to slide to safety from the top of an 11-story building. I don't know if this one's real or not. <laughs> so, 11 stories, okay. I'm going down the slide at 11 stories, but like World Trade Center, we're talking like 90 yeah, was... some floors straight down in a slide. I mean, if it's your only option, you obviously take it, but damn. Yeah, that's a, it is just probably, and it's not like, you're not at a water park where like somebody's like watching and waiting for like, make sure the person gets to the bottom and then they send the other person. Like, this is just, you're just going down. Like, you don't care. A bunch of people are just going down because they're trying to escape the building. So does it ever get, does it get like stuffed with too many people? You don't have like the red light, green light system at the top with like the little no. guy with the whistle blowing the whistle when you're clear to go. Imagine being stuck in a water slide. Or <sighs> being at the bottom and you're trying to get out. You're trying to adjust yourself from a 95 floor free fall down this slide. You're trying to like get your bearings and get up and somebody slams into you <laughs> at the speed of gravity. <laughs> like <laughs> That's a that's a thing. That's that's gonna know. hurt. And can you slide down pretty good with this like Kevlar material? I think I asked that last time. So like a water slide, you have the water that helps you, right? And well, then I guess a normal slide, you don't have nothing either. You can You're go down a ninety-five <laughs> floor scoot, like <laughs> you scoot in the whole way. 
So the thing is with like New York City, it's not like so like the pitch is like, you know, if you had a skyscraper in the middle of a desert and there was nothing else around and you could like set this thing up at like a long angle so that it wasn't so steep. Right. Right. And you just kind of like let it ride out into the sunset. That's one thing. But in New York City, this thing's going straight down because there's no space to let it ride out into the sunset. Yeah. It has to go straight down the building. Yeah. Well, Basically like a trash brain. <laughs> Yeah. It's like a trash chute <laughs> at this point. Like you're probably you're not even touching the slide, I bet. I bet you're just you're just in the tube free falling. <laughs> yeah, probably, right? That's a good point. Yeah, because it's so congested. The city's so congested. There's not like an open area to like let it go out and extend. It should take you to the like the rooftop of like a neighboring skyscraper. That would be good. Ooh. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> yeah, and TM, TM, trademark this. <laughs> TM this so no one takes it. Like a zip line, maybe? Like a zip line, like rooftop to rooftop. You just like spider. Spider-Man and around the city. Oh, we're going to make millions right now. <laughs> I mean, clearly it doesn't take much to get on the time list of best inventions. So No, because there's so many. If you guys want to check it out, just put best inventions of 2022. No, 2002. Oh, yeah, 2002. Sorry. <laughs> best inventions of 2002. Time Magazine. And there's a list. There's other stuff on here that like actually was a thing. So like the Roomba, yeah. Roomba mm-hmm. was on the list. That's still a thing. Yep. Birth control patch. It's the one you use. <laughs> it's the one I use still on this list. <laughs> so like I guess some some good things came out of 2002. Do you know those like Listerine breath strips that were like mm-hmm. popular back in the day? That was like it's like a little piece of tape. Yeah, you just like, let it like, like a little scotch on your tape. tongue. Yes. <laughs> That apparently was on this list from 2002. Whatever happened to they, those? They still make those, right? I don't know. Who's buying those? I don't know. But I know. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. There's other things on here, like the Mars rover. Like, how is that in the same conversation as like bilingual? Right. Or virtual keyboard. <laughs> the musical jacket. We read that one where it's basically a jacket. It was invented by Burton Snowboards and it would connect to like Sony mini discs. Yes, thank so you'd you. Be, like changing out your yeah. mini discs <laughs> in your jacket. Like, oh. I'd be pissed if I dropped a grand on this. <laughs> and then like the iPod drops. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. These inventions gave me a good cackle. And I'm sure you can pull up the list for any year. We're just looking at 2002. We should probably look up for like the 90s to see what the inventions were. That'd be really funny. Yeah, I, I've i got to like keep going back in this yeah. way back machine and seeing what else I can find. But like these were blowing my mind. Our final segment today is going to just be a reminder for folks that... <laughs> Our mental health is very fragile and it's very much connected to our identity. Meaning, if somebody happens to hack or steal your identity, 
your sanity will go along with it. It's a very taxing thing to happen to you. My my mom is going through a situation currently. I'm not going to go through all the details of it here, but it is breaking her. And I just want to use this as a reminder to people to go through your accounts, reset your passwords. It's good to do that every so often. Get all your ducks in a row, set up, you know, two-factor authentication on stuff. Make sure everything is tidy, tidy in your accounts to protect your sanity and your identity. I agree. I'm going to go work. I'm going to actually change mine up because I haven't changed my passwords up in a while. (laughs) Switch it up. Don't make it easy for hackers. Don't use the same password for everything. Make sure you know your passwords. Don't rely on forget my password situation because they can hack the whole thing and make it so that you'll never retrieve your password ever again. <laughs> apparently. Right. So. And be careful with scammers. Don't send any money to anything. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. Don't send money ever to anybody. <laughs> Don't send for money any to reason. Anybody, for any reason. <laughs> Don't click on a link from anybody for any nope. reason. Even you if you know the person. money through the old-fashioned way and drive to their house and hand deliver it to them. Yes. We need to go back to that time. It's a scary world out there and there are not nice people. So just keep yourself safe. All right, guys. Thanks for listening as always. We will see you next week. 